Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Well, good morning, everybody, and welcome to Charlton Live, sponsored by the British Institute of Kitchen, Bedroom and Bathroom Installation. My name is Louis Mendes. I hope you guys are well on your Sunday morning. On this week's show, we will, of course, then be looking back at yesterday's one-all draw uh, with Stevenage in what was, of course, Michael Appleton's first game as the Addict Head Coach. Joining me to talk about that match, top right, Nathan Muller. How you doing, Nath? Yeah, not bad, mate. Not bad. Decent day, so it's all right. Yeah. Know, but, um, no, no, there was some fr- there was some fruitful uh, fruitful language against the um, liner, um, but luckily I didn't get run over this time. As Benji always <laughs> says, get run over by taxi. So yeah, I'm I'm alive and kicking, mate. Yeah, excellent stuff. And also join us at the bottom of the screen. Uh, I don't know if he was uh, run over himself yesterday. Ben Cloak, how you doing, Ben? Hello, mate. No, I was I was good yesterday. No running over. I just walked to and from the station, so I was all right. <laughs> Yeah, yesterday yesterday was Ben's first away game since the game at Cambridge last season where Nathan got run over and and Tom got picked up by his mum. So, you know, a bit of a hardcore one that was. And and now Benji's back. We can enjoy those uh, away days as well. Morning to everyone uh, in the uh, YouTube chat. Morning to Paul, uh, Jason, Dan, Shiny Phil, Michael, uh, Alan and Stephen. And Sam has joined us in the live chat. Let us know what you made of yesterday's uh, performance. We're going to hear the goals uh, from it. Uh, shortly, also going to hear my first interview with uh, Mickey Apples as well. It's always nice to meet a new uh, Charlton boss, uh, as I do every six months or so. I spoke to um, I spoke to Michael uh, yesterday after the game. Let's know what you made of the performance, um, where we could have improved bits and pieces, perhaps uh, what we did well at times yesterday. Let us know. Um, did, did, did we deserve the point that we came away with? Uh, give us your thoughts uh, on uh, the live chat, or you can tweet us at Charlton Live, or you can email us studio at charltonlive.co.uk. Later on in the show, we've got our fan guest, as always, Andy Simmons is going to join us uh, this week. He was there yesterday enjoying uh, that last-minute Corey Blackett-Taylor leveller uh, for the Addicts. Um, before we hear the goals then, Nath, um, what, 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 how would you sum that game up? Because, I mean, Michael Appleton says the, the two halves were chalk and cheese, and that, that, that's a, probably a, a, fair, a fair way of looking at it. Yeah, I think for me, it's, it's exactly that. I think first half, we were a bit... I keep saying this word a lot this evening, just passive. We were we were second best to everything. They were more physical. They were more aggressive. They won all second balls. Um, and to be fair, they're not. They weren't anything. They weren't anything special. You wouldn't look at them and go, "Oh, they're, they're you know they're going to be up there at the end of the year." That's no disrespect to Stephen. It's just how I saw them. I didn't think they were that great. But and then yeah, second half. So the first half was was very disappointing. Um, we looked a bit rusty. Second half, we came, came had a little bit of a swag about us second half and tried to put it on their toes. And I mean, there were some debatable decisions, but I think if we ended up coming away with nothing, I'd be disappointed. But I don't think we deserved more than a point. Um, I know we had a lot of a lot of the ball second half and we were, but 
there weren't too much happening. So you take a point, listen, you don't want to start a new new get new new regime, I would call it, but that's the wrong word probably, with Matt Appleton there. But the, the main thing was not to lose. Um and it's something to build build upon now for for next week. But we still look we still at point at points we still look like a team of strangers. We don't have any fluidity or it's just a bit strange and like I know we've had a change of manager now, but you, at some point we're going to have to start going through the gears, and we just seem like we're stalling and stuttering at the moment. Mm, yeah, it, it was it was a very strange first half, you know, very disappointing first half. Ben, the, se- the second half was better, you know, and, and again, Mickey Apple, I've got to stop calling him that. Michael Appleton picked up on the fact that we enjoyed more possession of the ball. I think I think we had nearly sixty percent of the ball in the second half, which which made a big difference because we were playing the game in their half, which we weren't doing before. We we will probably come on to the fact that overall we didn't actually create many chances. Uh, it'd be interesting if we could find the XG from yesterday, but certainly the clear-cut chances, obviously they had their goal, which wasn't massively a clear-cut chance, but it was an excellent finish, and we'll, we'll come on to that in, in a few moments' time after we hear it. Um, they had that one-on-one that they blazed over. You know, our, our goal was our only shot on target. So, for you know, I, I think you'll look at that second half as a positive, but obviously we're still room for improvement. Yeah, if you would have offered me a point before the game, <clears throat> I would have taken it because we're going to a team that are very good at home, have a well-structured play of how they play and they got their goal and, and they went into their zone, didn't they? they? They played long balls, they forced us into corners, forced us into mistakes and as they've said, we didn't really have no structure, no patterns of play. You couldn't really say how we wanted to play football, I think. Players were out of position. Obviously, Abankwa was playing at right back and they really isolated him and kept going at him and forcing him into mistakes. And I thought Chem Campbell was very isolated in the middle, another player that shouldn't have been in that position. That's not his position. Um, and yeah, they they just bullied us. And every it was so similar to that Fleetwood first half. I think one of the comments there saying, why can't we play like we did in the second half, like we did in the first? It's just the desire wasn't there. 50-50 balls we weren't winning and we were getting bullied off the ball like we did for the, for the goal. I'm sure we'll come on to it, but um, the goal is such a poor one to concede as well. So, yeah, look, I would have taken a point before the game, definitely, because they're flying high at the top of the table. They're very good at home. Um, I think they'll, they'll probably get found out soon enough um, in the league because, as Nay said, they weren't the best of sides, but... The way they play, they get results. So fair play to them. Um, but yeah, certainly in that first half, it was just very poor. And you just couldn't see how we were going to get at them in the second half. Mm, yeah, and it, it was interesting that you, there was no like change in formation in the second half. It was just a change in, in almost philosophy and, and, and physicality and battling that we had from from the team in the second period, and that and that's what we needed more of. So I mean, that does pose the questions: like, how, how much how much of it is down to the players rather than the managers and the belief and 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 I don't know the the, the fighting qualities that we, we need to see. But anyway, let's have a listen to the goals then from Charlton TV. As always, your commentators yesterday were Terry Smith and Greg Stubbley. Judas Sweeney to Freeman. Ball forward from Burns back towards Freeman. Ball takes the deflection, comes to Reed, who steps across and fires home. Chong couldn't cut out the ball in the box. It's a lovely first touch from Reed. Steps beyond Jones and Stevenage have the lead. Yeah, George Thompson came back across to help out Teo Eden on this Charlton left-hand side, and the ball across took a deflection off of him and fell perfectly into Reed. He just touched it into his own path and drilled it beyond Eisted. 
for Ultron's decent work from a defensive point of view. They'll be caught out. Drops away of Anike, touches it right to Eden. Eden, back on his left foot. Out to the right is Ness. Ness drills it across. Oh, and uh, Tedic goes down and is given a penalty. Probably the softest of the ones, of all the ones that uh, we've claimed for. Tedic went down under pressure. The ball fizzed across by Lucas Ness. Tedic got there first. How much contact, I couldn't see. But he went down and Charlton do have a penalty. I'm with you two. I, I think it is the softest one of the lot. We'll have to see it again. I think he's looking for it. Just what I was saying, John, maybe not being savvy enough, looking for the decisions. Again, I don't think the referee gives this. I think the assistant does on this occasion. There's great ball in from Ness towards Tedic. And, yeah, it's clumsy. It is a clumsy challenge from Pierre Gianni. And it's, it's not conclusive be... on the replay, but... Blackett Taylor's going to be the player to take it. There we go, that's the goals uh, from yesterday's one-all draw with uh, Stevenage. So the uh, addicts getting back into it with an added time penalty. Um, it pr- probably should have been about the fourth penalty we had in that game, which again we'll come on to uh, later on in the show. I mean, it was a, a remarkable refereeing display, uh, Nathan, which I understand that you gave your uh, seal of approval to at some point in, in the second half by running down the front again. You've got... got getting a bit of reputation for doing that now, aren't you? But, um, yeah, let, let, let's talk about the game. Let's talk about the first half first. Let's do things in order. Um, why? What went wrong, Nave? Because it was a really poor, disappointing first period. Yeah, it was just a bit weird. We was like, we just looked rusty. I think what we couldn't seem to get around was with, with Miles up there on his own. You had Thompson, who was sort of playing as a middle of a three, but then coming out. You remember how Billick used to play? I mean, used to, they go from a four... And their fullbacks will push really high um, to try and get Tyrese and um, trying to think who was on the other side now. Tyrese and Corey trying to get them false back. So every time he would just mark, and I'm not let's not let's have it right. He's not a giant, Nathan Thompson. I think it's Nathan Thompson anyway. But he's he's clever and he's experienced, and he was following Miles everywhere. And Miles, unless Miles's touch was bang on the money, which it wasn't yesterday, which you know he's still picking up speed and stuff. So. We weren't getting nowhere near him, and they they were just mopping everything up. The first balls, they'll win. The second balls, they won, and then they could break. So they'll play the territorial game where they'll get the ball quickly and pick up the second pieces. And we just couldn't, we just couldn't do anything. We'd done our try, sort of passing it, you know, the horseshoe, trying to go round, and we just weren't really getting anywhere. We were going long. Miles, when he did flick it on, there was no one there. There was no one near him, and we just looked a bit disjointed first half. So. Um, I think the half-time break came at a good point because I thought there was two instances in that first half where, is it Pierre Gianni there, number five? One, both two free kicks in succession. They were free at the back stick. And I was like, mate, they're going to score here 100%. Luckily, one one um, one that we sort of dealt with in the end, and there was a second one, where it was if the, the other player had a decent touch, they would have scored. And again, it's just simple picking up. It's just communication and... 
obviously that's still uh, something that we've got to be working on. Um, so yeah, the first, at half time it could have been a lot worse going in at, at one 0 I know we should have had a penalty, but yeah, we, it was it was just a disappointing flat sort of flat sort of first half to be honest, mate. Yeah, and the, the goal, Ben. Um, there's every time you can see the goal, there's going to be question marks about something. Okay, and we're not going to go the rest of the season without ever conceding a goal. So let, let, let's get that out there first of all. We, we we do nitpick goals because this is what we this is what we're going to do after a game, but. There were a couple of moments yesterday I felt like they could have been dealt with. You know, I thought it was a fantastic finish from Jamie Reid, but I mean, someone's just um, disappointed on, on my Twitter, and I don't know, I don't know how well you can see that actually, but I've just tried to show on the screen that the 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 attempt of the save at the near post from from Ice did what wasn't ideal. He just sort of hung a hung a right leg out. He seemed to be beaten by the pace a little bit too easy. He didn't make himself quite the big target that that he would have wanted to. I think Jones was beaten to it a little bit flat footed. He was almost imbalance going one way and, and retook him past him on the outside. I mean, th- there were certainly things we could have done better with that, that goal that we conceded. Yeah, we definitely could. Um, I think you look at the goal from an attacking point of view, and it's a really good finish by Reed. Um, his touch to take it away from the defender and fire a goal. Good goal. Um, they obviously, I think, put us on the hop because we all were expecting a long throw from the guy. So we all dropped back into our position and he did a quick throw to the left of him um, and then kind of worked it quick from there. I mean, Dobbo tried to slide across. At least we saw that from Dobbo um, because last week for Stockley's, sorry, two weeks ago for Stockley's goal, we literally just stood there and watched him cross it and head it in. At least there was some desire to kind of slide across for that. Um, but yeah, I thought Jones had a really good game yesterday. So that was probably the only bit where you'd nitpick and go, I oh, could have done a little bit better there, could he? But it is a good touch from the striker. And yeah, that, that pitch is pretty damning, isn't it, really, for Meisted? I, I don't know how his reactions aren't quicker there to make yourself big and try and at least block the shot. I mean, as I said, it is a good finish from the guy. And he's on fire this season, that read as well. Um, you've got a striker in confidence. But to not react quicker and make yourself big, to expect him to do that um, is quite surprising. Um, but I can't think... Anything else in the game with Ice did that I went, oh, I didn't like what he did there. I think he I think he did well in the box considering they peppered us with set piece after set piece. As, as Nath was saying, that, that Pierre Gianni at the back post heading it across goal every time. So the ball was bouncing around. Um, but yeah, I mean, we've got two good keepers now, haven't we? Supposedly um, fighting for that number one spot. So they're going to be pushing each other. Um, so mm-hmm. now with Maynard Brewer in the background, He'll be looking at that thing. Well, obviously, Appleton didn't bring either of these guys into the club, so be interesting to see what happens. But other than the goal, I don't think he made any massive errors yesterday, but that doesn't look good, does it, from the goal? I mean, yeah, you, you should expect <laughs> the shot's going to come in, really, not just stand there. Yeah, and we had quite a few comments about the, the goalkeeping yesterday. Chris said uh, fans screamed for Ice to be first choice because he made one decent save in a playoff final, but Ashley Maynard Brewer uh, is the uh, better goalkeeper. Luke saying Ice seems to spill a lot less than Ash, but Ash is the better uh, shot stopper. There, was, there were comments uh, further up. Uh, Shiny Field said, I agree with Chris Parker. I definitely think we need to recall Ashley Maynard Brewer. Ice seems uh, too inconsistent at the moment. Michael saying, did Ice not fancy trying to save? Uh, their goal and Chris did say uh, Maynard Brewer would have saved it. Not impressed with Iced. What on earth uh, was he doing? So certainly, um, question marks about that. Um, the second half we came. So like, I was pleased to get to half time at one 0 We should have had 
two penalties in the space of about five seconds. I've, I, well, I haven't seen the Leeburn one back, but my initial reaction was I thought he was taken out by the goalkeeper. But shortly after, Nath, um Anderson w- was definitely wiped out by the defender after a heavy touch. Um, but that was pretty much all we had in that first half. Um, I think Campbell cut in Tyrese Campbell and, and shot off target. Um, yeah, it, it, it certainly was an important halftime team talk from Appleton. And he did find that little bit extra. It, it did seem quite immediate from the start of the second half that we were competing a bit more because that's where we were losing out in the first half. And um, physically, we weren't in the battle. I have to say as well, Ben from Burrapod, who we had on, on on Thursday, was right that they did get it down and play a little bit as well. I thought at times they had, they had some good control of the ball and, and a couple of times carved us open with with like genuine six slick passing and not long balls like the, the one-on-one that, that Reed missed in the second half. But... Like we say, second, our, our second period was better. That that was certainly a platform, I guess we we can try and we try and call it that. Yeah, of course. I think second half we came out and tried to dominate a little bit more and try and you know dictate play a lot more. I think overall, I thought the game in itself lacked a little lacked a lot of quality. I thought it was a bit of a it was a proper League One game. It wasn't filled with flair and it was a bit disjointed at some times but yeah the second half we came out tried to put our, our own authority on the game really and you could tell by the stats in the second half we were always gonna you know we always tried to dick the play and I thought the subs done really really well which is mad really um considering chunks have just come out of nowhere but nice to see him back but I thought we changed the game I thought Louis Watson done well when he come on Terry Taylor's probably got about eight. He's probably got a golf balls on a, about eight golf balls on the side on his head at the moment for whatever he went off with. But it didn't look nice. But yeah, it was just a bit of a. We just needed. We didn't really need like much. We just needed to show a bit of. I'm trying to find the right word. I don't know what word I'm looking for, but I'm trying to want to say a bit of swag or a bit of confidence, or a bit of, you know, let's try and do something here instead of just going through the motions. And um, yeah, so it was a lot better second half. But yeah, I think if we ended up somehow winning. I think that would have been an absolute travesty. But as you say, what Ben said, they actually played some nice stuff. They played a lot of territorial game and um, got it forward quickly and then played in our half. But yeah, they were okay, but they're not, you know, I'm not looking at them going, oh, these are a decent, decent little outfit. So they're, yeah. they're economical, shall I say. Yeah, but they certainly weren't as one-dimensional as, as I was expecting. But either way, we couldn't deal with it in, in the first half. Sam's uh, listening to... The show driving back from France or oh, European tour there. Um, Shiny Fields says, uh, well pleased with the result yesterday, especially after a f- poor first half. Stevenage were aggressive and physical. Uh, the referee was diabolical, um, which is a fair point. So I've already listed two penalties we could have had in the first half. I'm, I'm already starting to sound like Terry Smith here. But um, second half, I mean, <laughs> Thompson punching the ball away under pressure from um, from... And EK was amazing. That led to a corner where we could have also had two penalties because I think it was Hector in the middle who seemed to get bundled over. And certainly Terry Taylor, the way the way he went down, again, un- under what felt like unfair pressure. I was I was really concerned the way he was lying on the floor. I thought he might have popped his shoulder at one point. But then someone, I think someone behind the goal said he might have even had a stamp on his head or something. And he, he looked really wobbly when he came off. So it was a concussion substitution there. But yeah, it's... In games like that, where, like I say, we're we're getting the ball in and around their area, but not perhaps creating as much as we would have liked, you know, little decisions like that could have gone in our favour and maybe turned a a good second half into what would have been a very good three points. 
Yeah, I mean, we could have won the game <clears throat> at the end there with Dobbo's chance. He looked like he, um, he was trying to um, imitate the goal he scored against Crawley, wasn't he? He was like, oh, here we go. I scored one of these the other week. Um, but that, that plays wide. But um, yeah, well, I hope Terry Taylor's feeling all right today. No doubt I saw ahead. That looked nasty. I think, as you said, he got caught with his head going down and then someone, yeah, one of the players accidentally caught him on the side of the face. I mean, I saw the Stevenage physio come on as well to try and help. He didn't look too good. But it was one penalty shot in front of me as well um, where Corey turned inside the box and he kind of fell down too easy and he was calling for a penalty. But the ball came to Taylor at the same time and he got dragged down. You're thinking, what are they looking at? But um, yeah, I'll let Nath describe the uh, Nathan Thompson handball because I think he's got a bit to say about that one at the time. But uh, yeah, so yeah, so bizarre. Nath, Nath can tell. So two weeks ago, Nath, you were down the front. You were down the front at home to Fleetwood, right? Giving our players what for, and immediately we scored a goal and performed better. So the fact that you gave the referee what for down the front yesterday, and then within five minutes we won a penalty. I mean, are you some sort of tactical? Like tactical masterclass that we need. Are you the man that we actually need as manager? Because you can turn turn games with one mad drunken run down the uh, run down the front. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about that, but I mean, to, to be fair, it was clear to see. Like he was chopped with through, and Thompson's brought. He's got assistance from his old Spanish mate Elbow, and he's just like just gone like that. And it was clear. And then obviously, I'm the lino standing there, and there was just. I was basically saying that's not very a good decision, I know, um, in those words, and I quote. Um, and then, yeah, and obviously just minutes later, we got one. And I must admit, like, like when that, was it Ted Itchy went down? Yeah. I thought it was probably the softest penalty out of all of the ones that we could have had. And I do think there's a little bit of doubt where the refs looked at it and gone, oh, mate, like, I'm sort of, I've got a bit of a bellyache here, if you know what I mean. And then um, he's give it, because I, I, I mean, I probably wouldn't have, I've been a bit peeved if if I, that was given against us but if you look like the Karoy one still cracks me up when I look at that um, <laughs> but yeah I don't know if um, maybe I should just do that maybe I should change my seat and apologise to anyone at the front of the cover then but I might be down there a little bit more now but um, yeah. no it's just I don't know I just lose it mate when I get in the moment I just um, sometimes I just can't try, control myself and I need to remember I'm a 36 year old man <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. One day you'll, you'll you'll start to act like one. Um, Hannah said uh, it was a more than deserved point. Uh, the officials were an absolute disgrace uh, yesterday. Dan, why can't we play as good in the second half from the start? Poor officiating, but it was a very poor performance uh, in the first half. Michael's saying glad we came away with a point. Absolutely uh, shocking again uh, from the officials. There were five penalty shouts uh, for us. Charlie Phil uh, Chucks uh, not only came on and didn't get injured, he looks really good. I mean, uh, there there was sort of half a rumor that Chucks was getting close. Um, in 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 the last few weeks, uh, but when he actually arrives, that's always a great moment. It, it, coupled with the the half a rumor that was going around about Alfie May, so it's like you know gives with one hand takes away with the other. But you know we'll say it every time he comes back. If we can keep him fit for the next 10, 15 games, he'll probably earn us ten points. You know, he, and he and he was very very lively when he came on yesterday, Ben. Ah, oh, his whole presence, and I think. He just lifts the rest of the team because they know we've got an outlet to kick it up to, he'll hold the ball up, draw others into play. But also, he, as we saw with him running, it's just the defenders get scared around him and uh, 
and elbow it out of play and <laughs> stuff like that. But no, he just he's got so much skill and quality. When he runs with the ball, he literally just pushes people off him. Um, he he does make a massive difference, but obviously we don't know for how long. I just remember that Ipswich game last season, the four four, when he came on and he just totally changed that game for us there as well. Um, so it's great to have him back. Um, but yeah, it's one of them, isn't it? We, I really hope he can keep making these substitute cameo performances for us because they make such a difference. Um, yeah, felt for Miles yesterday because I don't think we helped him enough. And when we played up to him, the ball wasn't sticking. He's just come back from injury, still young. So when Chucks came on and he had a partner next to him in Tedditch, um, I think that helped us. So I wonder if we will look to a two up front. Um, I'm not sure if that's Appleton's style of play, but it'll be interesting to see if May's back next week, how we how we play. But obviously, Chucks um, will be on the bench, but hopefully he can keep giving us some more cameos like that. Yeah, I mean, interesting point made in the chat there then by Spamfish saying, I fear Alfie won't be a regular starter under Appleton. He isn't big, strong, doesn't hold the ball. Lieburn, sure, uh, but Tedich and Anike are more of his type of Striker. Um, so 4-3-3 yesterday, obviously, we played 4-3-3 um, against Fleetwood and Leeburn was wide with Alfie in the middle. So that that's the way that fitted. I thought Leeburn did quite well in that game where he was wide, funny enough. But how, how do you see Appleton sort of trying to manage his forward options going going forward, Nath? Because it's, it's, it's a tough one. If he likes the 4-3-3, then there's at least one of our strikers who can score goals being played out wide where perhaps they're not quite as as effective yeah i don't know if the like you said i don't know if that's good miles could be out wide or alfie can come in off the left as he's done before um or will he change you know will he change his way and go to a two up front somehow will he go with a back three or or whatnot i just think it's a bit of a conundrum, but at the end of the day, we've got players and he's got a squad to use now. I'd rather that have that headache than literally have your 11 and then that's what you've got. And then you ain't really got much after that. Um, but it's going to be a long season. It provides competition for places, which we know. But yeah, I agree. It's going to be interesting to see how he does get Lieburn and Alfie in. Because if you play two of them centrally, you're then losing whip somewhere, unless you play a 4-4-2. Um, and then you play a 4-4-2. You've got Dobbo and one other. Will Fre- can Fraser play there? He'd done it under Ghana, but he, he, he was restricted for me. He was too disciplined to go and do what he does best. But he's not fit at the moment. So, yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting how he's going to try and marry it all up. But Lieber's still coming back into fitness. So I don't think he's going to be... He looked a bit rusty yesterday for me, which you can expect. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be interesting how he does it, to be honest. I don't think he'll have a problem playing my up top. It's just the case of getting people closer to him. So I think that's going to be what the what the, the work's going to be done for anyway. Mm, interesting. Yeah, Paul's saying every every season you think the officiating can't get any worse. Yeah, it does. Uh yeah, it, it was a it was an interesting display yesterday. Um Alex uh, says interesting to hear Michael Appleton's comments about the club sports scientist saying our lads weren't used to the intensity of this week's training. Was our strong finish a result of extra fitness? Work, yeah. I mean, it, well, whether whether it could have had that much of a, an impact in the space of just a few days or a week, maybe hard hard to say. Um, I, I feel like every manager comes in and, and, and is surprised. Like even Dean Holden was speaking a lot about how you know we're going to be the fittest team in the league this year, based off last year, and obviously it didn't happen. So th- there's obviously something at play there in the background that that needs to change because we we, we do struggle. You know, if it, it feels with fitness and injuries every year. 
Um, so exactly how we change that, well, I, I don't know. Um, some good comments uh, coming in the chat as well. All hell let loose saying it should have been a yellow for NAFE under the latest EFL rules. So I, I think it should have been. Stephen Barnes is pointing out, Muller the Magician. Yeah, a um, few people trying to take the mick out of my picture that, that was taken pitch side yesterday, uh, just before we hear from Michael Appleton. Just to explain the story, we didn't have a, we didn't have a photographer at the game yesterday. So Richard was taking some photos in the corner of his on his phone just so we had something just to put on the website. Um, and I was like, oh, take one of me just as a laugh. Uh, and it didn't actually occur to me that he might actually put it on, <laughs> put it on Twitter. So there I am posing. Uh, I've seen at least one person set that as their new mobile phone wallpaper. Um, so, yeah, if anyone else wants to do that, that's fine. You will have to pay me a fee. Um, so, yeah, feel free to do that. Right. Um, shall we hear from the new boss? I think we should. Uh, Michael Appleton. Uh, spoke to him after yesterday's game, the first time I got to meet the new uh, Addicts uh, manager. This is what he had to say on yesterday's performance. Final draw in your first game as Charlton boss, uh, a good reaction in the second half? Yeah, it was. Obviously, come up against a side that were flying at the top of the league and you could see that in the first half, a lot of confidence. Um, having said that, I was disappointed how we sort of competed. Um, I'd expect us to be much better and stronger and to be fair to the players, they, they proved in the second half that they're more than capable of doing it. What did you have to say to them at half time? Uh, what, what, what you want? What I can repeat? Um, now, listen. It was one of them where I knew there was more to come, and I expected more from them. Certainly in possession, um, out of possession, you could argue that we could be stronger and more physical. But the reality is, we're coming up against a side that are probably the, one of the best in the division at it. But for me, I still like you know some of our players, whether they're five foot two, six foot two to make sure that they're competitive and um, we didn't get it in the first half we did in the second half and the performance obviously in both half was um, was chalk and cheese and uh, for me a lot of that come down to the physicality we, we competed more It certainly felt like you were growing into that game towards that chance at the end I mean I guess you probably felt like you might have had a couple of penalties before the one that was finally <laughs> given as well Yeah I mean the one in the first half was actually probably the biggest one it was an absolute stonewall penalty um, and then the linesman's looking at right across at Thompson as he uh, decides to slam slam dunk the ball uh, in the penalty area. Now, it was, it was frustrating from that point of view because it didn't have to be that type of situation where all of a sudden the the, 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 um, the referee's making it difficult for the game to be played because everything was getting slowed down. Um, I still think we had an opportunity to go on and win the game. So did the players, and I think you could tell that. Um, obviously I guess when you've had a, a bit of time on the training ground you learn bits about your side but there's nothing more to learn than when you see them out, out there and playing so did you pick up a lot today? Ah, listen, within 10 minutes there was three or, three or four things that I would have done differently today um, which is great because um, like you just said like you don't get a chance to see that until you actually witness it in a game situation for us to do it and see it against the top side um, was good for me because obviously it's one of them it gives me more balance going into next week and you see it as a, as a positive start then? I think it has to be doesn't it you know at the end of the day we've, we've got a goal behind against the top of the table not played particularly well in that first half could have quite easily gone under given obviously the fact that we've only um, won two times this year but we didn't they stuck at it got themselves back in the, in the, in the game and you know probably looked like the team who were going to win it one nice surprise, of course, the return of Chooks and EK to the side today. How important could he be going forward? Yeah, massive, massive. And obviously, you know, it was a big loss before the game, um, you know, back end of the week with um, losing Alfie. Um, you know, so have someone like Chooks to be able to come off the bench and have the presence that he had and the impact they had in the game was really good. Yeah, what's the deal with Alfie? I heard he's suffered a head injury. 
yeah, it was a very mild concussion, and obviously, there's protocol that goes with that uh, these days. So, yeah, he, he picked it up on Tuesday. So, um, we fully expect him to be involved back end of the week next week, training, and, and hopefully be available for Wickham. Finally, just your, your first chance to, to meet the Charlton fans as well. A, a demanding bunch, as I'm sure you heard in the in the first half. Uh, were you pleased that you, you saw were able to give them something to cheer in the second? No, absolutely. And you, you listen, you expect that. You know, it's 2023. You know, that, that's the world we live in, and you know. I think in terms of the performance of the first half, you know, we know we need to be miles better and, you know, we, we, we deserve that. But, you know, you're seeing what can happen uh, if you have a little bit of belief, a little bit of aggression um, and playing the opposition's half of the pitch. You know, that was a big part. We had them pinned in, in their half of the pitch rather than the opposite. And um, eventually pressure counts and, and that's what happened. How much when you pick that first start in 11? How much is that based on what you saw the whole week you had a training and how much do you lean on people like Jason Pearce and you know get input from other people before you kind of pick that first team yeah it's a little bit of both obviously I'm mindful that you know we we picked up a decent result against Fleetwood in the last league game albeit a couple of weeks ago um, so you've got half an eye on that and obviously players who, who did well in that game who might deserve an opportunity to, to, to come here and play clearly I've been five or six you know training sessions people are going to impress some people I'm going to ask question marks and think well you know maybe you can do a little bit more so it's probably a little bit of both but I'll go back to the, you know the, the, the point just a few minutes ago within 10 minutes I knew what I did wrong and can do better and will do better going forward on my decision making with Terry Taylor he was down for quite a while that was another you had to make a sub it was, was that a concussion again he looked quite ropey as he came off yeah it was a concussion one he's, he's had a whack to the face he's got you know, obviously there's a bit of claret so they had to clean him up a little bit I don't know the full extent obviously I'll find out more when I go back into the changing rooms but yeah, that's a couple a couple this week and uh, yeah which is unfortunate um, because Terry Terry's one of those to be fair who's trained really well and probably found himself a little bit unfortunate not to start today with Nathan as well is it a quad injury I think the club have said is yeah. that just minor or what do you think no I mean he picked it up was it just before the which game it was our training session but it was certainly before I come into the building and um, yeah it was one of them where I think once you've had a, a little bit more of a look at it um, you know, it was slightly worse than just a, a strain um, but I don't think it's that serious where it's going to keep him out too long um, maybe a, an extra 10 days, 2 weeks or so It's final one for me, a point at the team at the top of the table and have started the season well it's not the worst of starts is it, it's a building block Of course it is, yeah absolutely, I mean at the end of the day, you know, Stephen is so far they've started well, they, they have a way of playing, it's really really difficult to deal with it is, it's very difficult to deal with and um, the lads end up st- standing firm you know, because we, we could have gone under in the first half and they didn't um, but yeah, for us to get a point away from home, great support got the goal that we deserved and uh, look forward to next week thinking about a new kitchen or bathroom find professional independent local installers with free home surveys itemized quotes and protected payments trading standards approved contracts and workmanship warranties the british institute of kitchen bedroom bathroom installations accredits installers to ensure they are police checked fully insured and experienced Take the risk out of home improvement. Visit bikbbi.org.uk. Hello, fellow addicts. I'm so excited to tell you all about our micropub, the River Owl House. 
The River Ale House is based in East Greenwich. It has six Pub of the Year awards, an ever-changing selection of amazing beer. It's owned by Charlton fans, walkable to the ground in just 20 minutes with buses that go direct to the Valley too. If your matchday routine includes a drink with your friends, you must join your fellow addicts in the river. See you soon. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Right, welcome back to Charlton Live. Just before the adverts there, we heard from the new Addicts head coach, uh, Michael Appleton, uh, after a one-all draw in his first game uh, as boss against um, Stevenage. Uh, you can never judge a manager only on his first game, Nath. So what he will pick up yesterday is what he learned about the side. You know, it's interesting. He said within 10 minutes, there was three or four things he feel he felt he would have done differently. Would, would, I mean, can you put your finger on what you thought you might, they might have been within 10 minutes? Um, the only, well, the only, the only, yeah, you can't really judge him after one game. You've got players out injured and, you know, he's still learning, learning the players and, what's good and what's not so good. So I wouldn't be surprised, you know, in a month's time that 11, he's 11 looked completely different. The only thing that surprised me yesterday, I don't know if, with Jem Campbell, I don't know if he was playing as an eight or playing as a 10. And I couldn't really work it out if Karoy was sitting with Dobbo and then Jem was a 10. But it looked like he was a bit deeper and I just thought he didn't really seem a lot of the ball. Um, so I don't, I don't know if that was one of them. Um but I mean, apart from that, I mean, looking at the squad, I don't know what else I would have done differently. I think I agreed with um, with Hector uh, coming in. I know that would probably split opinion, but I just thought with their physicality, we needed as many big lads on there as possible because I think Tyo was getting peppered a lot down that side. Um, naturally, well, looked, banker, would, the banker so. is right back. He looked a bit. <laughs> Yeah, he, he looked, looked like bit, he didn't fancy it early rusty. on. I think it was a culture shock for someone who's come from Udinese. No, exactly. And uh, do you know what? When the team came out, I thought we were playing wingbacks. I thought you were going to have a free and then we were going to play with some sort of wingback system. But I mean, yeah, I mean, I thought I thought he, he got caught out a couple of times in possession and he had a couple of whacks. And yeah, maybe it was a bit of a reality check that you're not playing Juventus anymore, mate. You're playing the big geezer side. So um, yeah, he's yeah. probably got a couple of bumps and bruises today. Yeah, yeah, he was obviously, like obviously it was his first game as well. Another, another player who I'm sure will will grow into the role. Right, shall we bring in our guest fan? I think um, we always have a guest fan every Sunday, and this week it's a, it's a good friend of ours actually. Andy Simmons joins us now <clears throat> on Charlton Live. Morning, Andy. Good to see you. How uh, how are you? Morning, Lou, boys. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. Excellent stuff. That's you right, were there. Uh, dream. Yeah, yeah. Excellent stuff. Uh, you were there up at. Up at Stevenage yesterday, what were your, your thoughts on yesterday's performance? 
Well, like the boys have already said, you know, first half, just a total non-event, really. You know, very much like Fleetwood. Um, yeah, positive to take from the second half. Again, I mean, we still haven't sorted out our right-back problem. Um, a bank work, yeah, might be playing out of position, but, you know, uh, look very, very vulnerable. Um, also thought Corey had one of his quieter games. Yeah, he took the penalty, but, you know, like Ben said, we were all a bit worried uh, when he stepped up because he hadn't had the best of games. Uh, positives, Dobbo again, as always. Um, and I think Jones had one of his best games, I think. You know, one of his better games. I think the, the actual physicality suited him anyway, uh, and he got stuck in. Um, and again, Miles, I think, again, his touch is, is not as it should be. But in fairness, I don't think he was supported well enough uh, by the midfield getting up close enough to him quick enough. You know, he was isolated many times and uh, and then he lost the ball and then, you know, again, we were on the back foot again. So, uh, yeah, there's a lot to uh, a lot to build on. Um, but overall, a point probably was a, a fair result. You know, um, yeah. we could have nicked it in the end, but it probably wouldn't have been justified. Um, and I think the other thing is as well, we you know, as a team... They didn't take advantage of the fact they had a packed uh, away end. You know, uh, the start of the game was, was fine, but you know it was very, very quiet, very, very quiet. And it, you know, the crowd didn't really get behind them until uh, until much later on in the game. You know, yeah. I think, I... Had we shown a bit more positivity earlier on, I think actually the crowd would have could have brought them on and 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 you know, raised them even more. Yeah, it's always it's always that the age old question of what comes first, the performance or the, or the atmosphere, and yeah. I think that was certainly part of it yesterday. Uh, Chris Davin, uh in the uh, chat, possibly being slightly uh, mischievous, saying if we don't beat Wickham, then I think it's time for a change of management. What's the uh, world record for the amount of managers in one season? I think we should go for that title this season. Um, obviously, he's having a bit of a laugh there, but um, what have you made of, of Michael Appleton? Obviously, it's his first game, so maybe a bit early to to judge purely on performance. But obviously, you look at his history, the fact the way he's spoken since he's come in. How are you feeling about that appointment? Personally, I've got to say, um, I wasn't over-enamoured, overjoyed at the appointment. Um, but at the end of the day, he's our manager. We've got to back him. Um, and I'm sure, I mean, what he's got that Dean didn't have is, is experience. Uh, and we're certainly going to need that this year, for sure. Um, uh, and, yeah, I, 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 he said a lot of the right things yesterday. And I'm sure he really did get stuck into the team at half-time. I know he was a, a little bit evasive about what he'd said, but uh, I don't think I wouldn't have been, been on the end of that at half-time. Because whatever he said, you know, we came out front foot uh, right from minute one, uh, second half. Uh, so whatever he said has worked. Yeah. How do you assess this side then? Obviously, we've seen the start of the season now, seven games in, we've only won two. Um, I think that was our first draw of the season yesterday, actually, wasn't it? So, yeah, it's, it's not been a great start. I mean, where, where do you see this squad? Do you think there's potential for us to be better no. than, than we are? Do you still think we're playoff challengers? Is, is that your view? No, or? no I don't. I mean, uh, sadly. But again, you know, we've had this, this injury curse. Um, what, what have we done <laughs> over the last few years to warrant, you know, the amount of injuries that we've had? Um, and, you know... With a full squad to pick from, uh, yeah, I think we could be a top, you know, we are a top six side on paper. If you look at, you know, the players that are missing, um, 
if we get them all back, uh, then we, you know, we could start seeing some real good, exciting attacking football. Um, but until then, uh, it's just a case of making the best of what he's got, really. Hello, mate. Just a quick one. We we touched on it briefly earlier. I mean, how would you go about... So when Alfie's back and his head's all right or whatever it is, how would you squeeze or would you squeeze Miles and Alfie into an 11? It's going to be very, it's going to be very difficult. I think, you know, we've seen Miles last year. We've seen him play out wide. Um, he can he can go out wide. And maybe 4-4-2 uh, would, be, would be the way forward. Um it's a bit like yesterday, you know. I think Miles, Miles probably actually, if he'd stayed on the pitch with Chucks, we might, we might see, and he moved out wide, we might have seen a slight different Miles yesterday. But, um, but yeah, I mean, he's still learning. He's still young. Um, Alfie obviously is the experienced striker, uh, but I, I would, I, personally, I prefer to see a four-four-two. I don't really like to see lone strikers. You know, we had it with Jaden um, when he was up on he was up on his own. We didn't make the best of him. Um, so yeah, I, I think I'd favour four four two. Yeah, Andy. Uh, good morning, mate. Uh, obviously enjoyed our away day together yesterday. Um, you got any more planned? Do you enjoy the away days? And obviously you do it with your son. Um, I know we always say to each other, the years we've been going together is very hard with the results on the pitch. But um, off the pitch, Gam with Charlton, what do you what do you enjoy most about the day? Uh, I think it's it's, it's great, and, and I'm sure other clubs have got it. But we, you know, we we've got such a great band of supporters. You know, you've, you you go away, and even at home, you know, you feel part of the family. Um, you know, and, and as one of more uh, senior supporters, if you like. In years, um, I never feel uh, that way, you know, with all you young guys and uh, really enjoy it. Never, never, ever feel worried, never feel that there's going to be trouble or whatever. Um, and I love it. I love it. Absolutely love it. And I know we're already talking about, you know, maybe we'll have a trip to Glasgow and, and, and do Carlisle. Um, and yeah, let's hope we can get it together and do it. Yeah. There we go. Andy, look, it's been a pleasure to have you on. Uh, one of our close friends who comes to, to games with us. Uh, and like you say, enjoy enjoy that special bond that we have as fans uh, that, that you get through adversity as well, having watched Charlton over the years. But Andy, great to see you. Thanks for being this week's guest fan. Okay, Cheers. see you soon. There we go. That's Andy Simmons, who was uh, this week's guest fan uh, on Charlton Live. Um, yeah, he, 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 I was on the train with him yesterday morning, actually. It's always nice to get someone, uh, someone I know on as well. Um, th there's still loads of chat about uh, yesterday's performance, an interesting one from Andrew Roth in, 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 the, uh, in the conversation there. Carney uh, is our second top goal scorer despite a lack of game time. If he's out of the picture, he needs a loan out. I mean, what, what sort of role do you see him playing that? So, Chucks is back. That's great. We, we have to assume at some point he won't be back again. That's just sort of how it works, unfortunately, Naif. Um, so, I mean, can you still see Dan playing quite a big part in this team this season? Or, or, or you know, will we think about loaning him out in, in January when it comes to it? Yeah, I was just about to say now, obviously, pretty limited options in terms of where he can go online. Um, I mean, I probably would like him to get some game time um, in the League Two or what, whatever, um, or even the National, really. But I think League Two would be quite good for him. But yeah, no, you've said that. You've got, I mean, we've got Miles, Alfie, Tedich, 
and potentially Chucks, but we'll put a, you know we'll put a, put that in faint writing of, on Chucks, obviously. Um, so yeah, it's a bit of a difficult one now for Dan because he's going to find himself probably out of the squad quite a lot, and um, he'll be playing for the twenty ones, no doubt. Um, but I think he might get some cameo appearances here and there in the the trophy. But judging by our result at Crawley, we ain't going to be in that for very long either. So I think he probably does need a loan. Um, I feel for him because, as you know, as the, the, the listener just said, that you know he's scored some good goals, but it's hard to put him in front of all the others when you know when they're earning decent wedge. And um, obviously, he's probably they're more experienced. So I thought hopefully he can get a loan, but at the same time, you don't want to cut off your nose to spite your face. But um, I don't know if it, can he go to any national league sides now, or is it complete? I'm not sure, but I don't know. I, 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 I the national league window does tend to stay open they? a little bit longer. I'd have to check exactly when that's yeah. closed. Um, I've just seen uh, Oldham have sacked David Unsworth after they lost to Bromley yesterday, which is no shock. Oldham have been dreadful. And it's, uh, uh, that's a yeah. separate story. Like Phil was uh, saying on Twitter yesterday, we need a proper defensive coach who could uh, work on them day in, day out. It's got to be someone. Uh, you know, I mean, it's, it's one clean sheet all season, which is obviously a concern, uh, Ben. Um, James... Has picked up. I'm not going to judge Appleton until he gets an established first 11 on the pitch for half a dozen games. My suspicion uh, is this squad is good for depth, but quite poor on quality uh, and experience. So that there's there's times you judge a manager, um, and and this is a point I made on, on Radio London yesterday. And I'm sure I've made it on the pod before. Like we, we we go through managers quite often. Like we we change managers with with the change of the seasons. Um, how, how much how much can he affect what? what goes on the pitch when he only has a, you know, a certain level of squad to choose from. And we're still, we're still learning what that squad's about. There was a couple of, you know, cameos yesterday, as has been mentioned from Louis Watson and Terry Taylor, that, you know, probably bet, best we've seen from Taylor so far. Louis Watson, we haven't really seen any of him yet, but I thought he looked tidy yesterday. Um, but, you know, how, how much will we learn, let's say, by the end of the season about, about Appleton as a manager, if we don't know if the squad's actually all, 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 all guns blazing in terms of a top six squad. Oh, that's a tricky question. <laughs> um, I just say, obviously, at the moment we're we're unsure of his style of football, how he wants to play, especially with this team. It might be different to how he did things at Blackpool or how he did things at Oxford. Um, as Andy just mentioned in his uh, comments, like we keep suffering with injuries. If we had Pan Kamara and Scott Fraser playing every game then I'm sure we'd be in a different position right now and he'd be playing a different formation to suit them. But unfortunately, I mean, look at yesterday. We, a bank where, yes, he looked out of his depth, but who else could we have played a right back with a Simway injured and Tenai Watson not up for it? So we've got to adapt quick. And uh, I'm pleased that he came out in his comments after the game and said that he could see where he went wrong after 10 minutes because, yeah, he's basing it off the Fleetwood game off Jason Pierce's comments and off training. And as we all know in football, some players are better in training than they are in game situations. So it is going to be tricky because he's come into this squad where he hasn't picked any of the players. I'm not sure if he will pick these players going forward because obviously he's come in as a head coach. Um, I'd just like to see players get a consistent run in the team um, so we can see how good they are, in a cons- especially the back line. I mean, that has been our... Um, Sore point at the moment this season, well, for the last few seasons. Um, I was really impressed with Jones yesterday, as we said. Um, I thought the back line actually dealt well with them yesterday, apart from the goal, which was a little bit sloppy to concede, especially 
we'll see with Eisted. Um, I just would like to see a consistent back line, but of course, right mm. back, yes, they didn't help. But um, yeah, I think we'll see the best of him now. Hopefully, the coaching and the trainer another week. Where we well, we've got a week coming up soon where it is a couple of Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday. So we'll have to see with this coaching now. Hopefully, Tenai Watson can be fit to come in because I think, yeah, having a players in their right position will help. And I think that's probably what he meant yesterday when he saw it wrong. I think a banquer and Chem Campbell probably in their wrong positions yesterday didn't help us. Yeah, um, yeah, it's a good point about Tene Watson as well because from what I understand, he's a pretty capable right back. So he he should fill that gap that that Andy mentioned earlier. We're still struggling, obviously, with uh, Nathan Asimway out. Stephen saying, I'm liking uh, Appleton, the man, and needs time. Like, we need stability. He talks a good game, uh, given time. I'm positive we can push uh, up uh, the league, which is uh, hopefully uh, going to be the case. Interesting point from Alex. We do seem a little reliant on penalties so far this season. Isn't that three in the league now? Uh, two in the last two league games to get us uh, points. Yeah, so we, we only had two all of last season. So I'd rather, I'd rather be over-reliant than not getting them at all, I guess. But yeah, like I say, in terms of actual clear-cut chances yesterday, we didn't really have one other than the penalty. We had a couple of shots from outside the box. Hector's effort from outside the box that Lieben tried to turn towards goal. Whereas obviously they had their goal, but they also had a, a clear one-on-one uh, that was blazed over by Jamie Reid. They had the, the Roberts one on the left-hand side where he skewed it wide, where I felt like he had loads of time to bring the ball down, so I don't really know why he took it so early. So th- there were there were still moments yesterday. Um, Rick saying, uh, impressed with Jones. He was at fourth for the first goal, almost gave away a second. Because funnily enough, I even said at half-time in our group chat, and, and people know I'm, I'm, I've never been a massive rater of, of defenders. <laughs> but I said he's actually been okay other than the goal. He, like, he got a couple of blocks in. Um, he's certainly not our worst defender. We'll, we'll, we'll put it that way. And, and, and obviously, that at times this season, that that's been a that's been a, a crown that's been up for grabs, and a lot of people seem to have been going for it. But um, yeah, we've got a couple of emails as well. Actually, uh, yesterday, uh, Tom said, uh, "I think we would have lost that fixture last week. Uh, at least we showed a bit of resilience to get a point." I thought the signings looked positive and offer a few new dimensions. I thought Eden was good, uh, but I do think he can be guilty of drifting inside of instead of keeping wide and stealing the space off the midfielders. Uh, which didn't help our attack from wide. Defence is uh, still a worry. I would hope uh, to think that keeping the same pairings for a period might help. Uh, but individually, Jones defending on the goal uh, was so poor. Uh, and McSquared said, yesterday was most definitely a uh, classic tale of uh, two Apple halves. <laughs> um, after an awful first half, uh, when we gave away yet another goal through sloppy defending and didn't come close to scoring ourselves, uh, we pretty much dominated the second 45 and ended up thoroughly deserving at least a point. Uh, for the first time this season, we were able to make some impact substitutions. Uh, they were ultimately what made uh, all the difference with all of them making telling contributions. Chucks looked like he'd never been away. Uh, Tedix instantly chipped in by winning the penalty. He looked hungry and gave us another much-needed physical presence in uh, all areas of the pitch, uh, which definitely bodes well for the rest of the season. How incredibly apt that for Appleton's first match in charge, it was Corey that slotted home the penalty, saying that we need to, we had already had two Stonewall penalties turned down. The officiating was atrocious. The whole lot of them I need to go to spec savers immediately. That's from McSquare. Cheers, McSquare. Yeah, uh, Tedic haven't really spoke about him yet. What did you make about a Slobodan Tedic uh, coming off the bench yesterday, Nath? Um, I don't know. I mean, it's similar to Crawley, really. He didn't really. I think I know he won the penalty. Well, say one the the word one loosely. Um, I mean, yeah, I didn't really. I haven't really seen much of him before, and I still haven't really seen a lot of him now to really assess what he's. I don't know if he's a target man. I don't know if he's a if he goes in the channels. I've not really seen much of him to 
to, to cast a sort of decision yet or an opinion of him. But you know, it, you, no matter what, if you're at Man City, you're not you can't be totally rubbish. So and there was it was split opinion with Barnsley fans. So maybe he just needs to find his feet a little bit, cut get get up to speed with things, know his teammates and stuff to really see what he's what he's capable of. But he looks technically okay. But again, I've, I haven't seen enough of him to to really say what he's good at. I know that's really, really useless of me to say that and you can't really go by anything else. But I don't really, I've not seen him enough, mate, to be honest. Yeah, I, I think that's fair. Like, yeah, we, we need to see a bit more of it. He was very quiet in the Crawley game when he came on, if I remember. He might have won a header, if, if like, a goal, if I, if I remember rightly. I didn't make many notes of the Crawley game, to be honest, because it's just a, just a uh, an EFL trophy game. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Uh, Chris Davin saying, what time is Appleton down the Oak next Saturday? It's his round. Yeah, as we said the other day, it'd be interesting to see exactly how he decides to uh, interact with the fans um, a, a little bit. Um, part of the, um, the, the the display yesterday that was interesting was the, the, the two Campbells spoken about. Chen was very quiet in the first in the first half, Ben. That was probably the quietest we've seen from him. And uh, I feel like, like from what we've seen previously, like he, he can affect games. So he's one of those ones you want to make sure he's on on the ball a lot more than, than he was perhaps yesterday. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we've seen him lately come up with two really good assists. The one against Oxford where he slid it back for May. The other one where he found May against Fleetwood so well with a great time ball. May timed his run well and great goal. Um, so you want to see him on the ball because he seems like he's a real playmaker there for us. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just been played in a few different positions. As Nath said, I think... The Oxford game, he was played like in as in a 10. Um, of Fleetwood, because we brought Miles on and made some subs. Um, he, he was on the wing one minute, then in the 10. So I'm not sure yesterday where he kind of was playing, but where he was, we just didn't see enough of him yesterday, really, um, which was a shame because I've been impressed with him since he's come in. Um, Tyrese, yeah, I think he's a bit inconsistent, Tyrese, which you'd expect from a young lad like himself. But... Um, yeah, I don't think he had the best of games yesterday. He had one shot that nearly went out for a throw on, um, which was poor. I think his um, end product was poor yesterday. But I, I think it helps, again, if you have a partnerships there. He didn't really have a right back in a bank where helping him overlapping runs and drawing defenders out for him to really make an impact yesterday. So that's not his fault. We've got some right backs injured at the moment. So hopefully if we do see Watson come in next week, um, we can try and get link link these players up. But um, yeah, yesterday, shame we didn't see more of Chen. But with Tyrese, yeah, I think he let himself down for a few uh, touches and passes yesterday. But he's young, he's learning. And we've got we've got enough players up there now to um, balance it out and uh, try and get the best out of these players. So hopefully we can start doing that. Yeah, all hell let loose is asking that how close Dobbo is to a suspension. He's on three yellow cards. So he's still a couple of ways. Obviously, Alfie's on four. Um, I think it, we, we were discussing this on the train yesterday. Resets after 19 games, we think. So uh, that's when it goes up to 10. So there's a reasonable chance both of them will be suspended at some point. Uh, Richard, uh, hi all from Down Under. Impressed with the turnaround yesterday as the two halves were chalk and cheese, uh, liking what Apples is saying in his press conferences and after the game. Uh, come on, you Reds. Yeah, cheers for joining us from uh, from Down Under there. Uh, Richard Michael said, even if we do have a good players, we're not good enough to figure out how to exploit that. And Stephen has usually figured out how to keep those players quiet, as uh, most other teams uh, do. Um, yeah, you know, we haven't had as much trouble creating chances as we had 
sort of stopping them this season. But certainly yesterday was a lot a lot quieter in front of goal for us. Uh, Luke saying, how on earth has Dobber only got three yellows? Uh, well, yes, we're, we're only seven games in. Give him, give him time, Luke. He'll, he'll get there. Don't worry about it, mate. Um, right, we need to come to the end of the show. One underrated funny thing from yesterday I forgot to mention, actually. Uh, I was getting the train back with Rich, and there was a load of Charlton on our train, obviously. And um, I saw at the far end, I was, this, this guy has had all this, this, like, this big banner. I was like, what's that? What's it? And uh, You know when you go to an away game and it says next fixture, and they slide in a panel and it says the team, Charlton Athletic? These guys have stolen it and they had it on our train back and it was like absolutely massive as well. And they, I'll put it on, I mentioned on Twitter once I got home, just so everyone had a chance to get out of the watchful eyes of CCTV and stuff. I said, oh, I saw this. That was really funny. And someone else said, yeah, I saw it. I saw it on the way home back in Woolwich and everything. So I'd love to know where that's ended up. That feels like that could be a museum piece. If someone, if someone's got that in their bedroom, um, maybe Charlton Museum would like that because I thought that, I thought that was classic that and, you know, Will Stevenich want it back? Hopefully, hopefully we won't have to play him next season because we'll go up and they'll go down or something like that. Who knows? Right, we've um, we've come to the end of the uh, uh, the show this week. Uh, thanks to everyone who's joined us live uh, on uh, the YouTube chat or, or caught up by the podcast uh, afterwards. I hope you guys have uh, enjoyed uh, the show. Um, don't forget to check out our merchandise store as well. We've got our Charlton Live mugs uh, up for sale, charltonlive.etsy.com. Uh, I've got one of them here. Ben, Ben's got a Charlton Live um pint glass but we've never actually put those up for sale because uh they, they were like mad expensive when i when i bought in that so i'm not we're not we're not gonna they're too expensive to sell to people they're ridiculous but yeah check out our mug uh based on our old classic kits i'm wearing i'm wearing an old black one from the premier league years with kishishev on the back today i can't show you that. i can't twist that way but yeah uh, we've got some good classic kits on mugs so have a look for those um thank you to andy who was our guest uh earlier on in the show really enjoyed having andy simmons on uh, as always as always as well massive thank you to ben and Nathan for joining me this week. Cheers, chaps. Cheers, chaps. Good to speak to the pair of you. Uh, don't forget to subscribe uh, to our YouTube uh, channel if you haven't already. And uh, all that's left to me is to say thank you uh, for listening to Charlton Live, sponsored by the British Institute of Kitchen, a Bedroom and Bathroom Installation. We'll be back on Thursday uh, to look ahead to the game with Wickham. Uh, we shall see you then. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.